Welcome to today's episode of The Awakened Woman. My name is Courtney Trania, and today I am talking about period flu. So, grab your cup of tea, get cozy, and let's get started. Welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited to be able to share this episode with you because it's something that I have experienced myself and now that I have gone through this and learned how to work through this, I feel that I can really share some valuable information with you. So period flu is uh, menstrual related symptoms that are similar to the flu or flu-like symptoms. And some of these symptoms could include bloating, fatigue, nausea, diarrhea, uh, intense heat in the body, headaches, intestinal cramps, dizziness, light sensitivity, runny nose, etc. So I first experienced um, the period flu or a some symptoms related to the period flu when I first flew back to uh, Berlin last year. And it was, we're in this time of Corona and, you know, everyone's a little extra cautious. And I remember when it first happened, when I came back, my first thought when I was experiencing these flu-like symptoms were that, oh shit, I got Corona and I was super worried and I started to uh, quarantine myself uh, just in case. So what happened the first time that I experienced this was that I would say maybe a few days, two to three days before my period, I started feeling really nauseous. Um, I lost my appetite was feeling really lightheaded. Um, I had a bit of a sore throat. And so I really just decided to take it easy. And these symptoms lasted for about two days. And then I got my period. Everything was fine. I moved through my period as I normally do. And then the next month, this happened again. And at this point, because I tracked my cycle, I was already on alert mode. And I knew that this was something I needed to uh, take note of and continue to watch because this wasn't normal for me. And so the next month came and nothing really happened. And then the next month, um, I was hanging out with a friend and I... I remember we were watching a movie and I just got these really intense stomach pains. And at first I thought, oh, maybe it was food poisoning um, because we'd gone out for dinner that night. And I just remember feeling so bloated and such intense pain in my stomach. I thought I was going to be sick. So I remember going to the bathroom um, and by the time I stood up, I was feeling really lightheaded. So by the time I got to the bathroom, I sat on the floor and I just started to do some breathing exercises. 
And I wasn't sure if I was going to be sick or if I was going to pass out. But I remember just sitting on the cold floor and I kept paying attention to my breath. And after about 20 or 30 minutes, I felt okay enough to stand up and go to bed. And then the next month, nothing happened. And then this happened again. So this time I was at my house and... I remember going to the bathroom, spending about like 20 minutes in there. I wasn't sure if I was going to be sick or pass out. Um, but again, I focused on my breath. And after a while, I felt okay. And I just got into bed. And at this point, I knew that, you know, there's definitely some sort of link between what I was experiencing and my menstrual cycle. Because all of this would happen... Uh, a few days before my period, I would f experience this for maybe a few hours to a few days. And then the day or day before I actually started my bleed, all these symptoms would vanish. So I knew that this was related to my period and I started to do some research. Like any person these days, I typed in my symptoms um, into Google and I started reading a lot of information about uh, period flu and period flu-related symptoms. So what's happening during this time is that your body is especially susceptible to immune system cell changes. So during menstruation, which makes it especially likely that you could start feeling under the weather or experiencing flu-like symptoms during this time. So if you have a pre-existing cold or allergies, the symptoms will also become more prominent in and around your menstrual cycle as a result of period sickness. Okay, so this is a fun word and I had to practice it a few times before this episode, I will admit. <laughs> All right, so prostaglandins also play a role in cold-like symptoms around your period. So prostaglandins are hormone release from your uterus to prep your body for the inevitable bleeding that comes with your bleed. So the release of prostaglandins has the ability to wreak havoc on your body which can contribute to those uh, period flu-like symptoms. So unlike most hormones which are produced by glands and transported into the bloodstream to act on distant areas of the body, the prostaglandins are produced at the site where they are needed. So they are produced in nearly all cells and are a part of the body's way of dealing with injury and illnesses. So they can act as signals to um, control several different processes during, or sorry, depending on the uh, part of the body in which they are made and are made at sites of tissue damage or infection. And this is where they cause inflammation as part of the healing process. So they aren't necessarily bad, they are doing their job. <laughs> so prostaglandins are known to regulate the female reproductive system. 
and they are involved in the control of ovulation, the menstrual cycle, and the induction of labor. So there are manufactured forms of prostaglandins, most commonly prostaglandin E2, which can also be used to induce or kickstart labor, which is pretty interesting. So some of the things that you can do to assist you um, if you are experiencing period flu-like symptoms is you can tackle this from um, a nutrition. So you can start to play with your nutrition and incorporate certain foods or avoid certain foods that are going to trigger these responses within the body. So some um, foods that can help are ginger. Uh, you can make a tea or you can just um, grate some of it on more of your foods before, during your cycle. I always drink a ton of ginger tea as it is. Um, I just chop a couple of slices and I always use organic. Please use organic. Or at least if you can't find organic ginger, at least peel the skin off, please. Um, so you can make a lovely ginger tea. You can just cut a couple of really thin slices with some lemon and honey. It's really lovely and just have that for tea. Ginger is also really wonderful um, for inflammation. So it's really great for cramps. I love ginger tea. I think it's so amazing for so many different ailments. Um, I drink it every day and I highly recommend it. It's available and accessible to everyone. Whereas some of the herbs that I'm just going to mention here um, are not as easily available to everyone. Um, so herbs can help you keep your hormones balanced and pain at bay, nausea at bay, all of the things that we want to avoid. So you can try making teas with any of these herbs. So ginger, dandelion root, uh, basil, mint. I love red raspberry leaf. That's a big one on my list as well. Um, but there's also many other herbs and foods that you can incorporate into your diet that can really help you have a smooth period. So if you wanna learn more about natural period pain relief, you can also uh, listen to, it was one of my first episodes, uh, one of my first podcast episodes. So definitely have a check out or a listen of that episode because I feel that it's really, really helpful. Um, you can also try including more magnesium into your diet. This is another um, mineral that I just love. I incorporate this one into my diet often. It's super good at relaxing the muscles. So again, really great for cramps. Uh, if you have back pain, breast tenderness, it's really great for the heart and magnesium is most available um, in dark chocolate. That's just one source and it's the funnest source. <laughs> so if you ever notice that you are craving uh, chocolate during your period, it's because your body is actually craving magnesium. Unless you're into that milk chocolate shit and that's just all sugar. <laughs> Go dark. Um, okay, what else can I tell you? Exercise. Exercise is super important. And you know, you do what feels good to you. If 
you know, you're not a gym rat, maybe go for a walk in nature, um, mix up your exercises. I know because of the restrictions right now, there's a lot that's not available. Uh, you can try live stream classes. Those are a really great option as well. I'm really loving um, live, live stream classes myself um, because I get to try so many classes that I would not normally get to check out because of, you know, traveling um, long distances and, you know, getting up a little bit earlier. I, I love the whole live stream thing myself. Um, but exercise increases both blood flow and endorphin production, which can reduce the amount of prostaglandins and pain that one experiences. So you can also try low impact options like yoga, swimming, um, meditation, going for a walk in nature, whatever feels good to you. Moving the body not only makes you feel good, um, but it helps move not only energy around, but it helps to move the blood around and it helps to your body just be healthier. healthier. Um, anything that's stress reducing, like taking a nice bath, meditation, uh, maybe gardening, anything like that is really going to be beneficial, not only in your menstrual health, but in your uh, overall health. And most importantly, track your cycle. You'll learn so much about your body, your cycle, and you'll start to develop patterns and see patterns within each cycle. And this in turn can help you um, figure out where you need some tweaking within your diet, your lifestyle, uh, whatever it may be. Now, if you are interested more in tracking your cycle, I do have a free PDF menstrual cycle tracker, which also explains some of the benefits. Um, you can also check out my Honor Your Cycle course. I go into a whole video about tracking your cycle as well as how to work with every phase of uh, your cycle. Also sleep. Making sure that you get enough sleep every night is going to really help you. We all hear it. <laughs> um, getting enough sleep is so vital to your overall health, not even just your menstrual health, but your overall health. So if you do experience period-related flu-like symptoms, you may notice that it generally subsides 12 to 16 hours after the start of your period, but it can last as long as five to six days. Typically, it should be gone once the bleeding ends. Um, but if this is an ongoing symptom for you, I would strongly suggest you go see a doctor to ensure that there's not an underlying issue. And again, this is also a great uh, thing where tracking your cycle really comes into play. When you track your cycle regularly, you can really start to see those patterns within your cycle that are unique to you. And you can also take this to your doctor and show them. I think this is really valuable is 
you can actually show your doctor, this is exactly what's been going on in my body for the last few months. And it's really, really helpful, not only for you to understand what's happening to your body, but for them as well, if there is an underlying issue. Okay. Oh, well, I thought this was, uh, I'd been talking for much longer. (laughs) All right. So if you are experiencing period flu-like symptoms, you can try some of the tips that I've given you. So trying to incorporate more of the herbs that I mentioned. You can always use all of those herbs um, in tea form. If you have any allergies, um, just be very mindful of that. I did hear something really interesting about uh, someone suggesting using a natural honey when you're experiencing these flu-like symptoms, Um, just like in some hot water but you can always put this honey in with your ginger tea or any of the teas mentioned. Um, But I was reading or hearing that this was really helpful during those flu-like symptoms. So if this is something that you try, let me know if it works for you. And if you have anything that you uh, really love using as part of your self-care, um, menstrual routine, I would love to know that as well. I think it's really valuable for everyone to be able to share what works for them because you never know um, how that's going to impact someone else. And I mean, at the end of the day, we're all uh, going to be bleeding for quite a long time. (laughs) So I think it's really important for us to share as much information as we can Uh, Because you never know who it's going to help or you never know um, who's going to really resonate with what you're sharing. And it could really help someone else long term. So if you are interested in learning more about how to work with each phase of your cycle, tracking your cycle, and really understanding how to harness the energy of your menstrual cycle, you can always check out my course. Um... It's called Honor Your Cycle. And if you have any suggestions or recommendations of topics that you'd like me to chat about, I would love to hear from you. And until next time, I'm wishing you so much love, so much health, and wishing you a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening.